最酷的秀。Welcome to your making it worse. We're here. We're queer. Who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer, and I'm Brent Sullivan, and I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. So Ariana Grande dropped a video for "Thank You Next," which is a huge, huge song, huge video. I mean, hugely popular. I think it broke records on YouTube. Did it really? <clears throat> yeah, it's huge. Wow. She's big, right? Oh, she's huge. huge. <laughs> yeah, huge. I was um, fucking around, but I was kind of also serious. No, yeah, she's... <laughs> 2018 was her year. Dep- well, her and Lady Gaga, let's be real. I nah. She's been big for since, wait, 2015, Gaga, course, right? Mus- Musically, it was like, it was Ariana's Oh, musically. Year. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, she's been big for a while because she used to be like a Disney Channel star. Oh, that's right. But then she sort of reinvented herself as a pop star with like a big ponytail, and it, sure. and it worked. And she, I, I mean, I've, That's what I'm Ellie's obsessed. been trying to do. I think she's yeah. great. <laughs> trying to grow I that ponytail her. for nine months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so, okay, so the video came out, huge hit. People it was all over social media, blah blah blah. Yeah. So the website Into Next, which is uh, is that what it's called? Into yeah, more, into like, more, into more, oh, into, into more is Grinders' um, bl- blog. It's their or... news site. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which it's is... Grinders' site. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. It's all really right. it's yeah. a good site. I mean, they no, they... it's it's Into More is amazing. It's really they have great. great. They have some really great pieces in journalism, yeah. and it's really interesting. But they posted um, an article that was an op-ed by a writer, and they I think they hid her name from Go, but I'm not positive. Anyway, so she wrote this piece. Um, that basically called out the video, thank you, next, for being transphobic, misogynistic, anti-gay, anti-queer. And the writer pinned that all on Ariana Grande, too, obviously, because it's her video. And it was, I mean, it was crazy. I sent it to you guys. I couldn't believe what I was reading. It was so nuts. So so needless to say, uh, essentially what this think piece was, was a a college essay at Oberlin. A takedown. Yeah, it was, it was sort of, I mean, the internet lost its shit because the internet normally gets behind stuff like this, but... Before we get into the discussing it, let's just go over her points, because, or their points, I don't know the writers. So she said it was, it was a woman. She said it was transphobic to have a man uh, dress up as a woman, which in a scene from Mean Girls, it was... Clearly a goof, uh-huh. right? Yes. It was homophobic to have Troy Savon, who was in the video, say another a line from Mean Girls. He says, I heard she's a lesbian now and she's dating some chick named Aubrey. It's fucking sick. Also, a joke about the song itself that fans thought they heard her saying Aubrey instead of Ari in the mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Uh, they The writer said that Ariana Grande was wearing blackface because, because she was tan. tan. <laughs> and it, let's be real. It wasn't tan for the video. It was just tan. Tan, She's yeah. just tan. Um, Chris Jenner's in the video, and it's actually a very funny moment. It really is. Where she's she's like playing Amy Poehler's cool mom character from Mean Girls, mm-hmm. and she's videotaping, and the like the button of the entire video is her saying, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you, next bitch," and it's just it's like a funny silly moment. And the writer said that this was questionable because it was an ending that was virulently anti queer and trans misogynistic because Kate because. Chris Jenner was married to Kate Bruce Jenner, who is now Caitlyn Jenner, and thus it was transphobic. And then, yeah, I don't yeah. get that connection. And the, yeah. There were also black cheerleaders in the movie that yeah. were supposed to look like the cheerleaders from Bring It On. They were wearing the same colors. Yeah, and she said that there was something about them dressing in pan African colors that was like 
made to look unpatriotic. Um, yeah. Anyway, it yeah. Was, so, it yeah. was pick up from it was great. It well, was, needless to say, the writer uh, of the piece um, received death threats almost exclusively from Ari fans, and they redacted her name immediately. They redacted the author's name, and um, and it was taken down from the website as well. It was they 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 updated the article with a note from the editor, and then eventually the death th- threats were so continuous and so <laughs> so uh, um, pi- piled up so quickly and so much that they took down the article completely and the and the editor also posted an article like it's like well to get ten thousand death threats it's 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 horrible it's and it's and it shouldn't happen i mean we were no matter no matter what this person wrote as incendiary as it is the the person should not nobody should be getting death threats i mean obviously and and also I, I don't think it's... You look at me like I'm pro-death threat. Well, no, no, but I also think it's kind of like one of those questions that perpetuates things like that, that we talk about, we... I know, I'm, I'm not, it's not a slight on you. It's just saying that if we talk about these things in that way, then it perpetuates people saying the nasty shit on the internet and, like, literally sending death threats to some writer of a blog, you know? And it's, and I think that if we call it out saying that's absurd, that's the direction, which, in my opinion, we should be going with a, with a conversation like that. That it's not absurd? What do you mean? That it's absurd to be giving death threats. We should yeah. just acknowledge yeah. that. I think it's nuts. I, I thought that yeah. was inherent. Well, no, but, I mean, you're making it a thing. I'm just saying that a conversation about what is it like to receive death threats yeah, is... I'm just curious. ...is, I think, something yeah, that... Yeah, I think he's just, he's just asking how crazy that... What that and it's fine. No, you can ask that it is. I just think it's something that doesn't even need to be discussed. I'm perpetuating death threats. You I are. Think that's it. Okay. You cool. are. <laughs> Yes. Right. Well, okay. So, so anyway, so the the author also wrote that she said that this was supposed to be a lighthearted think piece and an op-ed questioning the artistic choices of the production, not Ariana herself. Which is like, what are you talking about? Like the strange backtracking of it all is so crazy. Mm-hmm. But I want to say, I think I was so I wasn't happy to see the death threats or anything like that. That wasn't obviously that wasn't a, a good thing. But it was refreshing to see people respond to the haters, if you will, mm-hmm. by saying this article is ridiculous. They, it wasn't a matter yeah. of saying, fuck her, she should die. I mean, those are probably like Ari stands, you know, the, yeah. The, yeah. the huge Ari fans who are probably lunatics about whatever pop star they're obsessed with. But, the, but people seem to reasonably respond and queer people respond by saying, even this is a little bit much. Yeah. And it was, an, I mean, for me, it was, I thought it was refreshing to finally see some, a, what felt like a breath of, of um, reason, mm-hmm. you know, not, 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 that's not the right term, but there was a reasoned the, response to it. The internet drew a line. I think uh, yes. we've talked about a lot on the podcast about how sometimes the internet goes crazy and, um, and they kind of keep taking these stances that I, I think are a little unreasonable at times with when it comes to politics and people, on you know, People adhering to the views of the left, all this shit. But it was, it was, I think, refreshing to see the internet say, "This is a step too far. You can't, you can't just watch a music video and just say, hey, like you're writing in a, you know, an undergrad essay for sociology 101 at Oberlin.' You can't just be like, okay, well, this is transphobic and this is racist, and then." And then base it on basically nothing, and yes. then get patted on the back for it. Well, it's it. also one of those things that, like, I mean. And I hate this kind of quote unquote journalism, but it's think pieces are intended to make you think. But now in the era of sort of Trump and the world we're living in, think pieces are essentially a euphemism for get mad, clickbait, get get angry, get angry and find ways to be angry so that more and more people share and click on this article so that we can get a lot of ad money. And 
it, and it feels like in a lot of ways, and I don't know if this is an editorial decision or whatever, because, I mean, this person, oftentimes you don't just write into a place and get it published yeah. on a platform. This isn't like a blog. It has to go through an editorial process. They and, then also subsequently posted that they after they took on the article, then the editor posted that it wasn't up to journal to, to editorial standards for the website. Mm. It was a whole it was a whole thing. And yeah. I will say, I mean, like you know, it's it's into right. So it's Zach into. Stafford, who's mm-hmm. a good personal friend of mine, and you've met him before, and mm-hmm. he's an amazing guy. And Into More is doing really great things. So I'm, and that happens a lot. Things get published that aren't necessarily ready for prime time, and you get the backlash of it. But the backlash, I mean, when they say it's almost coming from Ari. Ariana Grande fans, it's like it's almost like when Beyonce does something and the Beyonce the Beehive, Beehive or whatever Beehive, comes out, yeah. it's like they become so forceful yeah. that it's to the point where like you can't. It's it's overwhelming. It, it was, was little like, monsters in twenty whatever. It was yeah. like when 10, when during the two thousand sixteen election monster, when right. I was doing that story on Bernie Sanders and and the people I wrote the story and they didn't like the results of the story and they came after me and it's on a much smaller scale than this of course but like well maybe I don't know but it's it's shocking how much a group of people will just harp on one person and yeah. no matter how crazy and their by ideas the way, are let's I mean <laughs> it's so funny that we're like to even have this discussion because if you stop and think about the video it's not some sort of like controversial high art you know uh, a graphic type of thing it's literally a, a satire of mean girls 13 going on 30 bring it on like literally a, it's a satire and tribute to rom-coms mm-hmm. jennifer fucking coolidge is in it yeah it's like calm it's also down. a good video and it's a great video yeah and it's you know <laughs> yeah. it's just it's it's so silly because yeah. like, calm down is the best way calm to down yeah. just just calm down calm down this <laughs> isn't like sinead more. o'connor ripping up a picture of the pope in 1992 it's ariana grande like yeah. scribbling in a notebook on a bed good on into more for taking it down and addressing it and yeah not just like, yeah yeah one could argue they probably should have just not posted it by after yeah. reading it the first i have a time, feeling it was yes. probably like an they, associate they the right editor thing. that did right. it and it didn't right. go through the process it should have gone yeah well well then in the spirit of the sh- of the video i'm gonna say thank you next bitch <laughs> <laughs> not even joking we are joined today by comedian, writer, dear friend, Janine Brito. Hey, Janine. Uh, hey, Janine. Hi, fellas. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having so me. So much fun. You know, when we first... How do you identify? <laughs> God. Pronouns, please. Abrasive. <laughs> when we first met, we met on one of the past guests on this podcast, Gabby Dunn. She uh, we, she was doing a video That's or right. something. I forget what. But oh, how yeah. how we bonded over was the pet that was in the apartment. There was this dog. It was oh, like a hairless a dog. A Mexican hairless. Yes. A Sholo. And we we were just sitting on the couch Shmooly. loving this oh, dog. Mm. Baby darling. And yeah, that's I just <laughs> I had to share that. Smoochies? So, so many, many smoochies. smoochies. All the smoochies. And here's how you know I love dogs. Someone told me because it's a hairless dog mm-hmm. and I was smooching on it, and someone was like, Oh, that skin is what dick skin feels like. What? And I it did not phase me. I was just like, <laughs> I don't <Okay>. care. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? What, by the way, what a weird thing to say, right? Yeah. But, you know, that, that, weirdly enough, that reminds me. I was at the gym once, and I was. Where's this going? Uh, <laughs> I was. I was using the bench backwards. You know, when you're supposed, you normally put your head at the top, and and mm. you, that's how you use the bench when you're doing bench press. Interesting. But I was reversed it, and someone came over to me, and because my head is where normal people are normally Crosses sitting. Are, yeah. He goes. 
You know, that's where they put their booties. <laughs> wow. I was like, that was your dream. What? Wow. I just was blown away that a stranger. I've came never up done to that. I've never been to a booties. Like, also, like, dude. I'm not worried about where someone puts they booty. Yeah. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> I sometimes am. I saw on an Instagram story today someone sitting in a jock strap, just in a jock strap on a chair, and I was just thinking, Ew. that just seems gross. Well, it's that's ridiculous. I wouldn't do that. I would worry yeah. about that chair. If the guy booty. at the gym who had just worked out was in a jock strap, Ugh. I wouldn't. Yes. I would, I would right. be very cautious Good. of Same page. Where, yeah. I, where I put we my We have hat. some decorum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but you're, wait, but you're really say, into... Hold on, wait. Did somebody say that to you because... You're a lesbian, and they're like, I "Are you grossed out?" I think so. And then oh, I was like, "So lame." I guess I love dicky dogs. Oh, I, I don't that. know. I mean, that love, the you're same. such an animal person. I love animals. And so you much. and your uh, now, are you guys married yet, or is it engaged? We're engaged. Oh no engaged. way! Okay. I don't think I knew that. Oh, Congratulations, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mazel Tov. Thank your you. fiance is writer and comedian Paula Pell, yes. who we're obsessed with. Yes, and as we are person. obsessed with you, with you and you. Paula, the relationship. Wait, your and social... all the animals, all the animals. Oh, Wait, well, but before we get into that, can I can I say this for a second, if you don't mind? Because Janine, I've known you for a while. Uh, if you don't mind me saying, Janine, I do think uh, you. There is one stereotype about lesbians that you uphold, which mm-hmm. is. Historically, when I've known you, when you enter relationships, you go quickly into like living with someone and really kind of delving into that relationship quickly. This one, yes. Dare you. I, I, dare you. I will say before Paula, I had a rule that I would not move in with someone unless we'd been dating for a year. Oh, really? And I held That's pretty steadfastly to yeah. that until Paula. And then yeah. But there comes yeah. a certain, I mean, for me, I, there comes a certain age and especially like, you know, it, and it's just different for every relationship. Totally. And, uh, you know, if it was right for you to move in before under the year, fucking do it. Yeah. And there were women that I moved in with after a year that I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Your house must be so funny. It's it's very like that household must be so fucking it sounds funny. Sounds like something my mom would say. <laughs> it's true. Like too funny. Can we come over for dinner? We do laugh. You must we do laugh, laugh and laugh and laugh. How many animals do you have? We have seven. We have four dogs and three cats. Amazing. Mm. And are the cats indoor or outdoor? They're indoor. They're indoor. All okay. of our animals. We are so paranoid about Same. coyotes. Yes. That sure. Like, Coyotes really do kill oh, pets my in gosh. L.A. Yes, and then yes. They've, I've read the next door app that the mountain lion, the Griffith Park mountain lion, has been spotted in our neighborhood. So oh. we are vigilant. Wow. Because also two of our dogs are like maybe six That's pounds. That's the funniest <laughs> website ever, the next door. Oh, my God. It's the fun- oh, I mean, it's if you need comedians, if you need a quick joke, oh. go to next door. Next door is crazy. It's insane. <laughs> Wait, but so was this a Brady bunching of animals kind of situation? Slightly. So when I uh, moved in, when we got together, Together, uh, three days after we said hello, um, uh, Paula had. We shook, hands, we and shook hands and suddenly. Paula had three dogs and two cats, and I had one cat, and then post moving in, we adopted a fourth dog together. Sure. Mm. Which one is that? That's Reba June, <laughs> our second Chihuahua, who came to us as Grammy because we were told she was very old and very quiet and sleepy, and she came in full sassafras. Oh. Ah. Really, she was not happy to be there. Yeah. Who's the puppy baby with the like the jaw, the slack jaw? That's Lucy, our little pit bull. Oh my with god, face. with that face, oh, baby girl. <sighs> 
she and William are Beagle Bass that came together. They let's get a, to let's get a roster, uh, uh, the names. The name. So we have <laughs> <A> roll call. <laughs> uh, we have Lucy, who came from Colombia, South America. And she was adopted with William the Beagle Bassett because mm-hmm. they are a married couple forever in love. Mm-hmm. And then Miller, my sweetheart baby prince, who is my darling. He's our little long-legged chihuahua. Uh-huh. Reba, the, the newest little rascal, is another little chihuahua. <laughs> then we have uh, Popo, my cat that I've had since I was 25. Uh, Missy, our little bowling ball black cat, and then Toki, our twenty-year-old Siamese. And every single animal had like its own like adjective that you used <laughs> to describe it in like the most uh, like sweet, tender way. Oh, by the way, I'm going to say something oh, that could be controversial. You always know a good pet owner when they give the animal a human or close to human name, <laughs> or a cute name that could be human when it's something. What are you talking? About? <laughs> if somebody names their pet like. Snowball. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it kind of... It, it, really? Something I like, about so it. I don't, know, I've had friends who, I don't know if they're abusing their pet per se, but I do respect when someone names their dog William. Right. Lucy. Do you feel Atticus. like they're not seeing their full depth of their personality? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. I mean, oh, our yeah, friend... That's, that's I, what you're saying. I, I think of friends with pets named Donald, Lucy, Chip. I'm thinking... Mm-hmm. Frasier. I'm yeah. thinking... Prince. Oh, great. Uh-huh. I'm thinking of names that are respectful rather than a joke. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sorry guys. I don't know. Yeah, I like yeah. I like a weird name. Very I had a friend opinionated. I had a friend who I had a cat is cute. who had a cat named Hamburger and I loved it. it I said so that, cool. that rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I loved I, it. for a long time I love food names. I also loved um elderly people names yes. and more recently I Ernestine. met Oh yeah. <laughs> But That's I recently great. met a golden retriever puppy named Trish, and now I'm obsessed <gasps> with pets who have names like of like SoCal women. Lady Valley, yeah, like Valley the woman you Becky. gossip with. Yeah. Like Brenda, you won't believe what. Oh my God, yeah. Andrew Law named his dog Brenda. Yes. Yeah. That That's, makes sense uh, to me. Yeah. So you know, good. I have a theory, that, and this is something that I definitely want to ask, you know, get your opinions on, their thoughts on. Mine? Thank um, you. No, not yours, Brent. <laughs> Sorry. You're making it worse. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I've always thought that like gay people, because of the biological inability to have kids within the natural union with, within our natural union love we're union technically gross yep uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Um, gross. but I've always thought right. that that queer people in general have well frankly just love animals have the ability to love animals and love animals more than our straight counterparts because of that sort of the circumstances in which we often find ourselves in within our relationships and the extra hurdles we have to go to to sort of love children and get children and acquire mm-hmm. children and 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 there's there's just sort of a love between queer people and animals and caring for animals in a way that I I see with straight people but I I really want to claim it as ours what do you think makes you love animals um oh god i've always loved animals i think it's i was i was born this way loving animals (laughs) (laughs) and i think it grew because growing up i my mom did not want animals in the house like absolutely Mm. not no pets nothing nothing fish nothing i had fish but that doesn't yeah you can't pet a fish yeah um, flush, flush that shit. Yeah, get out of here. And my I'm, dad would have dogs, so I yeah. would see them on the weekends. And so I think it grew where I was like, I desperately want them. Yeah. And so the minute I was an adult on my own, I was like, let me get a cat because I travel a bunch and I just need mm-hmm. to, yeah. mm-hmm. to have How old this. were you when you got the cat? I was, um, oh gosh. when did, Well, technically, so the cat, my first girlfriend right after college had a cat. So I was 21, and then 
we were like, well, this we were moving and we needed a second cat. And we got that one when I was 24. Mm. And that cat, for some reason, loved me. So when we split up, it was natural. That- Wait, what do you mean you needed a second cat? We lived in a house with another cat. And so when we moved out, we were like, well, now motor. Ugh. Don't name your cat Motor. Um, Motor needs a companion, and so we got Popo. (laughs) Yeah. See, I actually, I'm different in that I think I love my... A handful of pets intensely. You're not an animal but person. You are not uh, an animal person. You call animal I, it. it. <laughs> he, he, he literally, <laughs> whenever, whenever he watches it. my cat, Frasier, he it. literally says, I'm like, oh, how are things? And he literally will text me being like, it's alive. It's okay. <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, your cat is intense. It really likes Frasier to get it, under your it. hand and, and make you pet it. It's intense. Frasier, yeah. Frasier he calls <laughs> Frasier intense because Frasier wants love. <laughs> Frasier acts like a cat. But I love my parents. Aaron's dog deeply. Yes, yes, you do. Uh, I love Gordon Setters. Do you think that's because breed. it's an extension of your parents? Hmm. I just burst into tears. Uh, <laughs> you know, actually, that's a good question. It might be. It might be an extension of my childhood for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I've thought about getting a dog, but for me, it's this fear. <laughs> no, uh, don't get a dog. Don't yeah, get a dog. Please don't get a get, dog. But it's this fear of like, <laughs> if you're not working, then. You, it's hard to afford a dog, and then right. you are working. You're not home, right? So I don't want to get an animal that I'm not. I'm only going to spend. Dogs are definitely a commitment. Yeah. I only I got a, a dog when hours I was 20 before I go to five, bed. and I just had started a job that was working from home, yeah. and so that was my like. I was also itching to get yes. a pet, yeah. and uh, that that gave me the reason to do so. And yeah, I don't. I I love it. He's it's amazing. I was a dog. not an. I grew up in a very opposite situation. My family always had. A pet. We always had one pet in the house, and, and they were always named the same thing. Yeah, oh, named always no. named Charlie. Always named Charlie. Every right. pet was yeah. named Charlie. Yeah, we how com- insane is that? We covered that on an old episode, yeah, right. but it's an interesting. Your story. Your parents were the George Foremans of dogs. <laughs> yes, yeah, basically. Um, and we always had a pet, but it, my because I was allergic to peanuts when I was a kid. I'm no longer. I thought he was going to say penis. I know. <laughs> me oh my too. god! Did you think that? That's yeah. what I thought. Like, that yes. is the weirdest thing. I'm going to say it again. You're making it worse. Uh, but because of allergic penis, my mom would always get hyperallergenic dogs, and we'd always have poodles, and they were always annoying pieces of shit. Like, they always were just yappy, not cool, not Mm -hmm. playful dogs. And so I just grew up not really giving a fuck about animals. And then... You know, after after chemo and everything, I there was like I had this pivotal shift with dogs and and animals in general, and how animals reacted to me when I was sick, and like they just have this special force that then all now I just am like I broken hearted over animals. Yeah. It's just yeah. I see any I saw this fucking video accidentally about a, like these girls were doing a thing on a YouTube video like little girls like they were doing makeup tutorials or something and in the background a cat accidentally gets like <laughs> jumps on the lamp and gets electrocuted <gasps> and I literally Whoa. like was disturbed for the entire day. You should day. be. That's disturbing. Yes. I'm sure it was fine, <sighs> right? I don't know. The video ended. Oh. I have no idea. I can't contact the girls. <laughs> they posted it? Yes. It's on the internet. It's That's a big video. Terrible. Monster I, people. I bet yes. that cat is named like light bulb or well, I guess that's, <laughs> that's, that's, Vaseline the cat or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Vaseline but... the cat. <laughs> Would you get any pets besides cats and dogs? Um, we've talked about it. I think when we semi-retire, we have plans to get like a, a, a run a rescue for senior <laughs> animals. Right. You told oh, me about that's this. adorable. Yeah, and and Paula, when she lived in upstate New York, volunteered at a farm sanctuary. So we there have been discussions of like yeah. some pigs, some goats, some sheep. Yeah, interesting. Um, by pigs. the way, I have I have um 
um, exclusively heard and imagined that exact scenario from gay people, including myself. My goal is always... And then I'll open a dog farm. Yes. Oh my God! Wait, really? <laughs> yes, I'll open a, an well, that's outdoor dog farm because that plays into Alan's theory. Yeah, because I, I don't think yeah. I've ever heard. I, first of all, I haven't heard that often in I've my life. I've heard it a bunch. I, I don't think I've heard it from any straight people. Oh, I've heard it a bunch. Oh, yeah. No, not from straight people. But I've literally same. just heard but, it from I mean, gay yeah. people. I'm sure yeah. they exist, but it might be disproportionately gay that, to like make your retirement about saving yep. a bunch of horses yeah. and yep. shit. Dog yeah. <laughs> horses and well, for me, it'd be a dog, a dog day, a doggy daycare outdoors. Yes, mm-hmm. that's my goal. I definitely don't want to run anything with animals as a business. Um, I do, but I love that. <laughs> yeah. It would be a nonprofit. Yes, it would be definitely. Has have like have the love of animals factored into your dating life before? Before Paula, even? Um. Oh, for sure. I BP. I, uh, BP. Um, I definitely did. I've always, um, I've had exes with dogs, and a lot of times, once that re- those relationships ended, I missed the dog. Yeah, um, same. What happened if like uh, a potential partner is allergic to cats? Because you had a cat. Like mm-hmm. I experienced that with past relationships. Uh, stock up on Claritin. Really? Yeah. yeah I wow. mean, I feel like a pet is forever. I have asthma. Who pays for the Claritin? Yeah. Uh, I would gladly pay for it. (laughs) You'd get generics, but I would provide. (laughs) Get that wall. (laughs) Wall it in. Yes. (laughs) Um, But it definitely factored. And I actually, when Paul and I were courting each other um, for a while. (laughs) On the second day. Yeah, those three days. Yes, (laughs) those three days. Um, That Wednesday. (laughs) But when we were talking before we met up, I was not sure. I was like, I don't think this woman is hitting on me. It's, It's Paula Bell. She wouldn't be interested in me at all. And I showed friends text and they were like oh she's sending you pictures of her dogs and cats she's trying to hit it yeah. <laughs> so like it was very ah, obvious really what her in was like yeah. she, wow. she knew i don't think i could ever date somebody who wasn't it's not even not passionate about animals but like i can absolutely judge a person's character based on how he treats my dog so then you absolutely. hate me <laughs> no brent atticus actually is Animals Brent, love Brent. No, I, I, and, but I, Brent I love is actually Atticus. good to Atticus in a way that melts my heart. Despite <laughs> the times when he tries he will, to break pretends, his neck. No, he pretends to throw him out the off the porch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he is but sweet pretend, to Atticus. I don't right. even lift him off the ground. Right. But he's sweet to Atticus in a way that he that does that yeah. it's different to other. You know, animals. it's special. But for sure, dating was all has always been. If some, I can absolutely judge character based oh, on the way a man who was actually like weirdly dismissive or shitty of your dog. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? What what did they do? What was it like? Uh, I guess he would just kind of like. There was just no. Well, I will warmth. say it. There was no. It's not even warmth. It's like there's no acknowledgement of how cute my dog is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh yeah. Like, oh, then go before. fuck yourself. You can yeah. see yourself out. <laughs> I get mad walking our dogs if people walking by don't acknowledge Sorry. how cute they are. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't imagine dating someone. I'd be I like, get, get out of my house. I get out. defensive if people think Fraser's a monster. Challenge um, <laughs> <laughs> pointed at me yes. <laughs> because I don't think he's a monster. Fraser I think he has such best. personality. And when Michael moved in, my boyfriend moved in. I. Because Michael is not an animal person, he doesn't. He just had never had it. I mean, he had some dogs when he was a kid, but he just isn't an animal person. Sure. And Michael didn't care one way or the other about Frasier, which, I mean, I liked him enough. <laughs> yeah, to... like you say, like it's it was. It, I mean, understandably, it's like I was stunned. I was <laughs> there one way or another, and you're left speechless. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I as I would be. I didn't. Yeah. But but I figured, you know, he would grow on him because Frasier has that way about him, and that's exactly <laughs> what. Worse. Now he's Frasier's bitch. He's pussy whipped. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
I think cats are misunderstood because mm-hmm. I was not a cat person for a long time until I got a cat. I think what happens is most of us meet a cat when we're a child. Yeah. And children are dumb yeah. narcissists. Yes. You don't know how to approach a cat. So you're like, oh, give me your love and attention. And you like grab it. And then the cat attacks you. And so yeah. you grow up yeah. thinking yeah. these monsters yeah. when really you're the tiny little shithead. Yeah. You're it really is all about exactly. having confidence in the approach yes. of a cat. If you don't have confidence in the approach of a cat... You're fucked. The cat will read it, and mm-hmm. like, like you not liking cats, basically. Alan is pointing at Brent. I'm pat- pointing at Brent. Name. I'm really getting that's shit on why. <laughs> that's why. Whenever like the three of us are hanging out in my apartment or whatever, <laughs> Fraser isn't coming to Elliot. No. He's not coming to me. He's coming to you because yeah. Fraser knows you don't give a fuck, and he's gonna put his butt on you. Oh, and he's gonna it. rub it. I think Fraser knows that I am selective and elitist. <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, you will withhold food if I'm, I'm withholding. <laughs> uh, and, uh, oh, um, God. And as far as the gay thing, yes, to yes. psychoanalyze, I think, yes, the kid thing where there are children. I also wonder a little bit if, and I'm curious if this will change as, as we become more accepted growing up. Like when we were kids, maybe there was an element where we didn't get that unconditional love that we wanted. Yes. Even if we had great family, there was a period of time we were closeted and kind of scared. And I do wonder if animals, we get that the need filled. The animal. Like, yeah. no judgment whatsoever, 100,000% yeah. love there all the time. There is nothing greater than the feeling of, I, I don't know, coming, feeling down on yourself and then coming home and having an animal jump with joy for mm-hmm. you. Your cat is, jumps for joy? Yeah, for my you? cat yeah, my cat is super excited when I come home oh, and he's walking cute. around and meowing and rubbing through my legs and it's just mm-hmm. he's doing it in his own way. He's not like a dog. Yeah. He's not begging yeah. for shit. But like he's <laughs> He's he's he's, 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 he's not a, he's a pathetic dog. <laughs> but no, but the, it's just I mean, even saying that, it just makes me so happy and tingly because it's like yeah. that feeling is so good. Yeah, Brent, what is Prince like? Prince is Brent's parents' dog. Prince is my parents' dog. And what is I mean? And, and you had Gordon Setter. Gordon Setter before that too. What yeah. are they like? Are they Gordon Setters are so he's very energetic. He's so energetic it's almost annoying. Like you almost can't bend down. You because he'll just jump and like just lick your face. Oh, the baby. Uh, and but he's really great. I do give him smoochies on the mouth. He gets uh. lots of mouth smoochies. I like giving him baths. Uh, but dogs are different. I mean, dogs. It's it's uh, to my understanding that dogs are the only animal that does this. When they look at a human, they actually look at our eyes. Yeah. And they even look at what is it? They look at the same eye that humans do. I think we look at one eye. I think it's the left eye first. He's left eye Lopez. And <laughs> uh, and dogs do the same thing. They looked at that eye oh. first to kind of gauge why our. I forget why. Is it like I'm, emotional a, brain? Isn't that like emotional? Something like that. But but yeah. The point is, dogs uh, look at. Oh no, it's not eyes. It's the side of. It's like a certain side of our face to gauge what our personality and, like, uh, demeanor and mood is. Wow. And they're basically the only animals in the world that do that. There's Isn't also an endorphin. That and seahorses. What? Just I love kidding. Seahorses. Oh. There's, there's also a, uh, I don't know if it's an endorphin rush or whatever, but when a pet looks at you, there is that, dis- like, it's scientifically proven that they have that sort of, that I don't know if I don't know if it's it's endorphins, but it's that rush of like genuine love mm-hmm. through their eyes. It's like, oh my, yeah. you know, how could you not want? There that? was there was a video I follow a bunch. Uh, I'm yeah, obsessed. Brett, how with can Gordon you not want Setters. that? Yeah, there was a that? video. 
on Instagram of a guy who was just kissing his dog on the mouth, which I do all the time. Love yeah. that. Yes. Love the mouth smoochy. But he's not breaking eye contact with the dog. <laughs> and he's, he does it 10 times in a row. And like he ste- he like leans back, he looks at the dog again, and then kisses him on the mouth. And I'm like, this is a little weird. I'll tell you something, <laughs> tell you something weird. My friends adopted a dog, and he's like a beautiful like pit bull boxer mix. I don't know how else to describe it, but he's like... He's like a handsome man. Yeah. And it's like, and I said that to him. I'm like, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. He's like, hot? Yeah. And they've said other people have been like, yeah, your dog's kind of like hot. He's like really handsome. There are certain breeds. Isn't it funny when they do dumb shit? Oh my God. I love it. Whenever Frazier falls off shit, it just makes me so happy. Wait, before, before you go, I have one very silly question, Janine. Oh, Yes. We heard you call Brent's dog a baby. Yes. <laughs> what are your what are your cutesy names for your animals that you and only you and Paula really hear? Um well we call um uh Miller Snow Fox and Reba Tater Squirrel. <laughs> tater Squirrel. Tater Squirrel. because <laughs> um, she's uh shaped like a sweet potato and she chirps like a squirrel <laughs> um we do a lot of like gibberish talk yeah. where we're like oh my yeah. god look at the chim chirms yeah. look at the beep and cheeberms yeah. oh him's a squirrel it's like, like rose on the sense. golden girl yeah makes sense yeah i do oh, a lot of, yeah speaking of uh betty white yeah from the golden girls <gasps> oh insider info um apparently she's so obsessed with animals where yes. like you could bring a child to her and she's like yeah, yeah whatever but then like she will she will see a photo of a dog mm-hmm. and she's just like laser focused oh, yeah. I'm like tell me everything get this kid out of my face yes. and tell me they everything all were, about all the golden dog. girls Be- Betty oh, huge animal sure. Rue there's a did you see the video of Rue McClanahan with training cats, cats? No. oh yes I have oh, oh my god so someone's, oh, it's so good it's it's so and B. So Arthur well I don't know if she was an animal freak no she was she was a huge yeah. penis supporter yeah. she did the horse I urine I heard you say penis oh, yeah. again yeah, yeah. Did, you see, did you see that there's an amazing amazing video where B. Arthur is warning women to not use Premarin because it comes from horses. I'm not <gasps> kidding. She goes, uh, she's literally with a horse. Oh, yeah. Right. And she's like, we should not use Premarin. It comes from horse urine. You heard me. She has something like, no, she yeah. says, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Hi, I'm B. Arthur with a message for women who take Premarin. Don't. It's made of horse urine. I'm not kidding. Please call Peter for free information on effective animal-friendly brands. Our storm warnings should just be B. Arthur saying, I'm not kidding. Get to safety. Because you have to listen. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> well, Janine, oh. thank you so much for being so here. Much, you Talking so everything much. gay pets. Yes. <laughs> well, we can Where, just call it pets. Whoop, pets. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah, pets. <laughs> Where can people find you on the internet or wherever you want to be found? Um, uh, ooh, go to my Instagram. I'm not really doing Twitter anymore. My Instagram where you could see photos of all of our the babies. All the babies. Is uh, J, the number nine, and the word burrito. Mm-hmm. Gonna like it all like yes. it all like it all thanks janine thank you all and another thing are you guys inked <laughs> tattoos no. i'm not in, i'm not into tattoos on you or on anybody else uh i mean to each their own there i'm not into them on me 
And what I about really the four-leaf don't clover like on someone... your butthole. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's true. I, it was actually a three-leaf clover. I still haven't had the money. Would you ever get a tattoo? <laughs> no. I, the only thing I've ever thought about. Well, there's nothing I'm that attached to except right. my own face. And why would I get my face <laughs> on my shoulder? Yeah. But I have thought. Oh I, the one thing I like is I love the Giving Tree, and so I thought if I was ever going to get a tattoo, it would be the Giving Tree. But uh, I keep not doing it. I just don't care about anything that much mm. that mm. I need it on my body. It also blows me away to think about and uh, again to each their own i i can understand spending some time and thinking you know i'm gonna get this tattoo and it's really meaningful it has to be on my you know the nape of my (laughs) neck neck or whatever (laughs) but sometimes people just go in when they're drunk they're like i just want a butterfly well yeah i got a a tattoo high that i regret i will also i just to mirror brent's and as somebody who has tattoos I am equally blown away when somebody, drunk or not drunk, walks into a tattoo parlor and mm-hmm. just gets permanent a permanent inkage of something they saw in a book. Well, I'm just like, whoa. That happened to me. Okay. Um, my second tattoo ever was my astrological sign on my wrist. I was in Columbia, Missouri at a Ben Harper concert. Um, <laughs> and I was intoxicated and high. And I was like, I want this tattoo. And... I sobered up halfway through the tattoo because it hurt because it was on my wrist. Oh, and you can see that it's not totally filled in. It's like half because I because I because I told him to stop. Yeah, because it says sixty nine on my wrist. Yeah, looks like sixty nine. Um, all of my tattoos have been mistakes except for my Golden Girls tattoo. Yeah, you have oh. what four tattoos? I have five, I think. I have the Golden Girls tattoo. I have essentially sixty nine on my wrist. I have um, <laughs> I have a, a tiny cartoon rooster on my arm, very tiny. I have a, a, a in typewriter font zeitgeist on my chest that basically looks like an Auschwitz tattoo. <laughs> it really does. And and, uh, and on my back. Uh, um, I essentially have an AIDS tramp stamp. So it's an AIDS ribbon. Wait, you should make the 69 to essentially 69. Put the put essentially, essentially around the, there you Essentially go. 69. Yes. We should add the that. one oh. thing I'll say is that I the what I don't like about when people have a ton of tattoos is I think they look less naked when they get naked. Huh. And I've noticed that about sleeves oh. when someone has a whole sleeve. Mm. Like these guys at the gym who have great arms and they have a sleeve like a, a tattoo, you know, sleeve that's their entire arm is covered with tattoos. And it, it literally looks like they're wearing a shirt. Mm. You don't uh, think that's which hot is at fine. All? But it's 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 just not for me. Yeah. Um but, we, but I, Elliot, you have a ton of tattoos. I have three. Yeah, I have three. I, have, oh, I thought you had a bunch. They're just no, really they're, big. They're big. Oh, One right. is like yeah. b- birds on a birds on branches that's supposed to be like a it was a tattoo artist whose work I liked. She has a very specific aesthetic. So yeah. I went with that because she had a very slim uh, slim album of references that she was doing at the time because she's mm-hmm. very, you know, limited and, and only does certain things because yeah. um, she's in such high demand. Sure. <clears throat> and then I have uh, a cloud-blowing wind that is an absolute mess. Uh, <laughs> it's a com- complete mess. Oh, you hate it? But it's good. Hate it. I love I hate it. it. Hate really? It, hate it. Yeah, it's a complete mess. What's it mess. like to have a tattoo you hate? Yeah. Embarrassing. Why do you hate it? Because it's not the colors it's supposed to be, the background that's supposed to look like a Roald Dahl book or like a a Maurice Sendak book makes it look, it looks like a Guy Fieri tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) But then I have my first tattoo, which still holds up, I think, which is a portrait of B. Arthur that says, thank you for being a friend with uh, 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 the, 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 I don't know what you call it, but the leaves, the leaves around it. I don't know what you call that. Like at a funeral? wreath? Banana leaves. No, it's not banana leaves. Oh, is it not? It's like a wreath. Banana leaves are like... Blanche's bed boudoir. Yeah. 
Um, but it, but it is also at this, you know, as we should always, as we should point out, it is always entertaining when Alan and I are in public, yeah. and can show people our matching Golden Girls. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of it's pictures twisted. out there of our arms together. It's twisted. Yeah. It's twisted. Did you guys do it intentionally? Did you? Who got? I got it. He got it first. I got mine in 2010 after B passed. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I got mine uh-huh. in 2014. But they're very different tattoos. Very yours, different. Yours is a B Arthur centric one, whereas mine is like the Mount Rushmore <laughs> girls. Do you ever, as a person with uh, with funny tattoos, do you ever feel like you see or hear about a tattoo and go like, "That is so stupid," and then you realize you have the Golden Girls on your arms? <laughs> you know, I I'm not embarrassed by any of my tattoos. I love the mistakes that I've made. I yes. think they're amazing. They're they're touchstones to a history that I find enjoyable and touching, and I it's it's just it's a lovely mistake. Before you got tattoos, ever did you think that tattoos were like taboo in the way that they were the generation before us? No, I never did. I thought they were cool as fuck. Always, yeah. Always. My mom, my mom always spoke of tattoos like they're only for sailors, J- right? Sailors yeah. and like j- uh, jail, j- you know. Prisoners, yeah, or prisoners. Yeah. Oh, my mother hates all of them. Although she secretly loved the press I got from the Golden Girls. Of course, tattoo. of yeah. course, she did. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, we also have a friend who and a guest on the podcast, David Smithyman, who is somebody whose he has a lot of tattoos. attitude about tattoos. I love so much, which is that he just gets them like charms and ornaments on his body mm-hmm. in a way where he's not. They don't have to have meaning. He doesn't attach like meaning or stories to them. To him, it's just. A funny collection of images that yeah. he just likes the way they look, and and I love the sort of architecture that he gets because mm-hmm. they're they're all different items, even things like Simpsons characters, but they're done in the same style, mm-hmm. and that there's there's a, like a thematic through line there mm-hmm. that just looks artful on him, mm-hmm. That's awesome. and I love that. But I also do love sleeves. <laughs> yeah, I love like a same crazy. Oh, I, I mean, that's the one thing I don't understand is like how so many men gay and straight all get the same sleeve the oh, same yeah. same sleeve? the same the same reference referential images of like the koi fish and mm. like an, sort of like red and white like huh. chinese flag like i don't really know oh. what that is yeah. but to see it so often is really strange to me wow i want to get the banana leaves on my arm around the golden girls oh i love that yeah brent if you were to get a tattoo ever what just one if you had to get a tattoo and it's a hard question to answer, but... I would get a tattoo of my face, but it would be on your back. <laughs> on my back. <laughs> yeah. What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's podcast? I thought Alan said penis, too. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. I heard it. I heard it. Uh, I know my aunt Joanne would... Um, say you know it's fine but you're not gonna be buried in a jewish cemetery <laughs> i make my aunt joanne sound very jewish no, i don't think jewish. she's not like yeah. a conservative she's Jew. in iowa yeah. right she's in iowa is she yeah i didn't know that yeah. um my aunt ann would say we've never had pets well we used to but we killed them all so we figured we'd stop she Till really then? did they've 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 all their animals have died uh, at their hand? I mean, yeah, just from bad. I just bad. The, the cats run amok. They get hit by cars. Like it's oof. just they don't need animals. Oof, oof, oof. Well, on that note, rest in peace. <laughs> I know. Really and happy cats. note. <laughs> uh, I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Brent Sullivan. I'm H. Allen Scott.
This podcast was brought to you by Starburns Audio, produced by Land Romo, and was engineered by Matt Brousseau. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts.